people, listen up. It's a fucking lockdown right oh, now. Come off it. We're no, not in no. a prison drama, are we? We are in a prison drama. This is the fucking Shawshank Redemption, right? But with more tunneling through shit, no fucking redemption. Screw you guys. I'm going home. Sheriff, this is no time to panic. This is the perfect time to panic. So <laughs> end of the world. I ain't going. I'll go with child. Hey, fuck you, Popper. I'm going with you. Who says I want you going with me? All right, cut the bullshit. Is the whole world gone crazy? Hey! Everybody, calm the fuck down. Hello, all you cool cats and kittens. It's Anders Holmes of the Holmes Movies Podcast here, recommend here with another episode of Holmes Movies Recommends. I'm joined by my cool cat brother, Adam, on Skype. Have you gone insane? Is this cabin fever? No, I've just been watching a little bit of Tiger King. And <laughs> Have you watched that show? No. Dude. I, I, I already live in a dystopian hellscape. I don't, I don't need to see an illustration of it. I, I know what it's about. I, I, I've seen the guy. I've seen the picture. I know it's supposed to be a really fun documentary. It's just that there's part of me that just can't bear to watch how fucking awful America is right now. And he seems to be a perfect expression of it. It is just mind-blowing. Like, I'm like two and a half episodes in and I'm watching it. I'm just like losing my head more. But while watching it, all I can't, I just can't help but just be like those poor, poor animals that have to be stuck with those people. It is yeah. insane. I think that's the other thing. I find that kind of like cruelty to animals, I find that really hard to watch. Like, obviously, I find cruelty to people hard to watch as well. But, you know, I'm not one of those weirdos. But like, um, you know, when it's real like that, I find that quite, I mean, that's quite tough. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I might watch it at some point. I'm not, like, saying, yeah. I, you know, I'm not against it. but um. No, it's just, like, I don't know, like, my reaction to it, just because, just like, one of my friends was, like, he watched it. He was like, oh, you got to watch Tiger King because you don't know where, it's like, you don't know where it's going to go. And I was watching, like, like half, like, through the whole first episode. I was just, like, going, holy shit, what is, there is a lot of weird people out there. And now I'm on the third episode, and I'm just, like, did this woman feed her ex-husband to a tiger? And it's just... Did a... it, does it remind you of um, Shit Town? It reminds me of what? You know, uh, Shit Town or S-Town, that podcast that um, the people who made Serial did. Um, it doesn't have the same sort of quality of S-Town. I mean, I haven't really listened to much of S-Town, but I don't... I don't... Oh, my, you should listen to that. That's yeah, good. <laughs> I, 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 would, I would assume it doesn't have the same sort of... Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't have. I wouldn't. I don't think it has that same sort of vibe. I mean, it doesn't. It, it just feels like. Yeah, it doesn't feel like a true. I mean, it does have some crime involved in it, from what I know of the storyline. But it doesn't feel like, like a proper like detective crime gangster story. Even though it has a drug dealer who like has tigers and all this sort of stuff. It's it's fucking weird. People are like thinking, oh, this has got to be a movie or something. I don't know. Oh well, yeah, of course. Um, that's always the that's always the next step. Um, yeah. But yeah. So, um, if you don't want to, if you, um, if you're not recommending Tiger King, what are you going to recommend today? Yeah, uh, I, th- I don't know, I've been thinking a little bit about this, and I, I I'm going to recommend a, a comedy from the 80s with, uh, Robert De Niro, and it's called Midnight Run, directed by Martin Brest. Hmm, yes, I've, I think you've recommended this to me before. I've not seen it. It is a very, very, very funny film, and it's also, I think it's one of Robert De Niro's best performances. Like he, you know, he plays like the straight guy, but he's quite funny as well. And he's like, he's playing this bounty hunter 
or who is hired by his uh, uh, this bail bondsman played by Joe pa- uh, uh, Pantoliano from who plays Cypher in The Matrix and he's also the captain in Bad Boys in the Bad Boys films. Um, and he says like, oh, I you need to pick up this guy. He he was uh, he embezzled money from the mob in Las Vegas, and the mob is uh, represented by Dennis Farina in one of his uh, best. Oh, brilliant! We one, love Dennis Farina. One of his best performances, and he has like. Is he some, basically just playing the same role he always plays? Yeah, he just like is this more number one? Put more number two on the phone. He's got like some really really classic lines, and he was shooting. I think he was shooting a TV show that Michael Mann produced called uh, Crime Story. So like all the scenes took place in Las Vegas because he was shooting the show at the same time as he was making uh, Midnight Run. And Robert De Niro, he plays, um, like I said, a bounty hunter. He has to go pick up this uh, guy who embezzled a lot of money from the mob, played by Charles Grodin, who's like this... Who's Charles Grodin? Have I seen him in anything else? He's the dad in Beethoven. Oh, him. And yeah, he shows up in... um... He's in uh, While We're Young, the... No- While We're Young, yeah, that's where I saw him most recently, yeah. yeah. He's good, he's a good actor. He's a very, very good actor, and he spends most of the film handcuffed, and he still has, like, scratches and scars from when he had the handcuffs on his hand through the major- from, from the majority of the movie. Eesh. Yeah, like, if, you've, if anyone has seen, like, Beverly Hills Cop, the first one, you'll know the type of comedy that Midnight Run is. It's very straight-faced, it's not, like drawing attention to the fact that, you know, oh, look, we're making a comedy, laugh at us. It's sort of letting the audience decide for themselves if it's funny. And there's also an actor from... I like that. That's my favorite kind of approach. There's another actor from Beverly Hills Cop. It's uh, uh, Taggart, played by John Ashton. He shows up in the film. He plays this uh, rival to uh, Robert De Niro's uh, Bounty Hunter. They're both, like, rivals, and they try to, like, one-up each other and trying to get their guys and get money and things like that. And so basically it turns in it, what it starts off as an easy job turns into like this very, 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 very long journey through America where he goes from New York to LA and he has to get him back in LA, back to LA, Charles Grodin's character in like a week's time while trying to deal with being chased by the FBI, John Ashton, the mob. So it's like a proper road trip it's like comedy. a real sort of yeah it sounds very 80s yeah it is it is very 80s and it's it's it, like i said it, de niro's really good in the movie there's like a moment where he you you get to see a side of his character where he actually you know he's not being like the angry like guy you know like trying to like you know give me my money and give me like i just want to do this and stuff there's a moment where he really starts to like you start to see like different sides of him like he starts to mellow out and there's like there's two scenes. Uh, I won't spoil them, but they're really really good, and it, you know it shows that you know it, it, he can be like as you've seen him in like Martin Scorsese films, but he can also be like he can also play he can also play moving characters really well, where you empathize empathize with him and resonate with him and understand him, and and he's it's really good and it's very well made and it's exciting, it's funny, and yeah, it's a really good watch. So if you're into that kind of stuff, then you know check it out. If you like Beverly Hills Cop, you'll definitely like Midnight Run. Well, I think it's yeah. I mean, it's funny because De Niro sometimes, you know, you 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 could be forgiven for thinking, oh, he gave up on serious roles and just played in comedies. But that's partly like because he's such a good actor, he's kind of a gift to comedy. You know, a bit like Gene Hackman. Um, yeah. You know, having someone who's so you're so used to seeing in like straight dramatic roles, like turning it, turning this sort of deadpan, um, you know, comedy t- um, performance in is just. Um, yeah, that's. I think he's. You know, Meet the Parents is the classic example of like a perfectly middle of the road comedy film that's really uh, lifted by De Niro's performance. 
Yeah, he kind of elevates the material in that film. Yeah, yeah, it's not great, but he does he does very well with what with what little he has. Um, so yeah, Midnight Run sounds like I will check that out. Yeah, it's 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 proper like proper eighties comedy, and it's got that like great eighties like score with like saxophones and you know that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's a shame Martin Brest doesn't do any more movies. He had some pretty he had a he had a pretty good run, and then he made that very terrible jiggly film with uh, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez, and he retired after that. Oh dear, that's a terrible one to go out on. Well, oh, too bad, I guess. Yeah, that's the movie business. So yeah, yeah. that's that's my recommendation of the day. So mm. do check back with us next time to see what Adam is going to be recommending. So ha- be well, yeah. Continue to stay safe out there yeah. and uh, no li- change. <laughs> yeah, same old, same old. Just uh, listen to the professionals. That's that's what I'll say. Oh, speaking of professionals, um, shout out to my friend Alexi, who's a listener on this podcast uh, and working for the NHS. Um, oh, he's right. a junior doctor in the NHS. Um, and so I want to say a massive, like, you know, thank you to him and also to everyone else um, who's on the front lines. And, you know, we're thinking of them um, and, you know, marveling at their commitment and mm-hmm. heroism while we sit here, you know, tooling around listening to you know recording nonsense podcasts um but they're the ones out there doing the real work so um yeah 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 shout out to all those guys and um we'll get through this together <laughs> we sure will but mostly because of um yeah. the professionals <laughs> yeah, we'll get no. through this together by giving you know by doing podcasts and um putting signs in our windows and fucking clapping or whatever but the people who are really going to make sure we get through this are the scientists who know more than we do <laughs> so uh, yeah yeah exactly um but yeah, they they not all heroes wear capes. There there are heroes of the of our time right now. Why you are such an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> not all heroes wear capes. What? I, I thought that was quite no, nice. They could wear capes, you don't know. Um I think actually I'm pretty sure my friend Alexi owns a cape. Um and I'm sure I'm sure he's because he likes a bit of fancy dress, so I'm sure he does uh, uh anyway. Um let's get out of here. Yeah. Have a good day everyone. Thank you.